everybody, welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another discussion piece or part 2 to a discussion piece I already did which was called Let's Stop Accepting Bad AAA Video Games and if you missed the first part uh, well there's no spoilers here so it's not like a continuous episode thing but if you want more of a context as to that and my original podcast uh, you can check that out as well on the website uh, it's called Let's Stop Accepting Bad AAA Video Games. It's in the uh, it's also in the video games reviews feed because that's where I like to put the discussion episodes as well. But I got an interesting comment from uh, Dana, who's uh, from GeekyGamingStuff.com. Go and check them out. I'll put a link in the description as well. Uh, she's got a lengthy comment here, so she's got her own perspective she wants to bring to the table, and I thought I'd do a, a little part two. So let's see where this takes us. Uh, she says, good podcast. It's really interesting that two people uh, buying the same game at the same time, say for PC, uh, can have vastly different experiences even though they uh, meet the tech requirements. So obviously she's talking a bit more about PC space, which is a little bit different, but uh, let's continue. I think it's really difficult from a developer uh, standpoint to test every possible bug. Because just the combination of all the possible rigs that can yield different results, very true. Uh, that being said, they should take um, uh, care and not release buggy games just to meet some deadline. Anthem, we're looking at you. Crackdown, we're kind of looking at you. And Fallout 76, we're still looking at the three of you for that situation. Uh, for deadlines and the crunch and all that sort of stuff. Uh, she continues, then again, from what I understand, Anthem had been developed over seven years and it's still buggy. Yeah, that's a big shame. It doesn't reflect well on the company. It doesn't do that either, No. Uh, also, Assassin's Creed Unity, Pff, what a bad game, uh, comes to mind. It had a rough start because half the characters didn't have faces. Or well, they had eyes but and jaws, but no actual face. So uh, Bugs don't necessarily mean a bad game, I agree, because even Red Dead Redemption 2 has bugs, and that's from Rockstar and all that good stuff. Uh, it could be more of a poor story, Anthem, Fallout 76, Crackdown 3, uh, lack of things to do, all three of those games. Uh, and repetitiveness, as you have said. So she's going off my uh, comment of rep- re- repetitiveness, which was a factor. I think I said more with Anthem, because um, even if the, even though the quests in Anthem weren't as bad as Fallout seventy six and Crackdown three, as far as I understand, at least they were much more repetitive. So she's uh, she's going to that point, which is cool as well. With bugs, I think the most important thing is how quickly the develop- developers can res- respond to users' feedback, so like patches and stuff. Uh, she's correct with that. And fix critical stuff as well. Which is, yeah, if you've got like a game-breaking bug as well. Because uh, you've got fun bugs and stuff. And then you've got bugs where like, okay, I can't initiate the conversation with this NPC in order to, in order to continue a main quest. That's a game-breaking bug. Uh, at any rate, I hold off buying new AAA games unless it's something I really want. She says Battlefield comes to mind, which is kind of fun. Uh... Uh, and yeah, you were talking about Battlefield, not Battlefront 2, so that's good. Um, waiting for a few months isn't uh, that big of a deal, plus you save up quite a lot of money. Um, so yeah, an in- a few interesting standpoints for her to go off of there, which is, uh, you know, b- bouncing off of, of kind of some of the stuff that I said. Um, and yeah, it's interesting that she brings up the comment of um, waiting for games to go on sale, because one of the points that I made was... Let's say in six months, because when did Anthem come out? It was like February or something? That was one of the February 15th or 22nd games. Let's say six months down the line, so some point in the summer, uh, Anthem gets like a patch, it gets new quests, and then they take away some of the microtransaction stuff, so that was in there as well. And then someone goes into a game store and they say, oh, Bioware, Mass Effect, that that was pretty cool. 
uh, and they go, oh, EA, they make, like, the Star Wars games, or whatever, whatever reason you'd have to be excited about an EA game, uh, or they watch the Star Wars Fallen Order trailer, and they think, oh, cool, EA was, was doing that as well. They pick up the game, and then they've got all these new quests to do, it's, it's not as grindy, maybe the bugs have been taken out, maybe the story's a bit better, they don't have nearly the same experiences like the day one users have. Um, so it's interesting that Dana brings up the... Uh, hopefully that is how you say your name, Dana. Um, brings up the point of... You know, that being a, just a vastly different experience. And plus the fact that, like... Um, I mean, it's a bit different with Fallout 76. Because that was on sale, what, like a week after release or something? It was really, really awful for that game. Um, but let's say you get anthem for 20 or 30 dollars or 25 dollars in six months as opposed to 60 and not only do you then have a better experience because bug story repetitiveness is all either taken out or better you're just going to have such a vastly different experience and if you go if you go to work next day or wherever your college work wherever you're going and you go to your colleague oh i checked out this new anthem over the weekend like it's really cool and then they and then your friend you maybe your friend played it a month after launch or on the launch day or before they fix the problems and they paid sixty dollars etc and they go oh why did you pick up that game it's like really bad and inexpensive and i stopped playing it after two weeks and then you would just have such a vastly different conversation um and going to the original topic of like accepting bad triple a video games that person who's bought the game six months later with the fixed problems wouldn't have that um that topic wouldn't necessarily even like apply to that person um so it's interesting to it's interesting to look at it from both standpoints um and uh and kind of go from there so let me read some of her other her other sort of points here uh assassin's creed unity um th- that was actually a situation where i had the same uh experience with my i think it was my cousin um because i played the game it wasn't on launch day it was like a month after or, no yeah, it was about a month after, and they had fixed the faces problem, because that was something that, like, immediately needed to be fixed. That wasn't a game-breaking bug, from what I understand, but it was definitely a pretty uh, bad bug for, like, taking your immersion out of the game and that sort of thing, so it's not good from that sort of standpoint. Um, but I played it, and, like, it would have situations where, like, I would... I would, uh, what's it, counter against someone or parry against someone and then go to stab them and the attack just wouldn't work. The one really annoying bug that I remember from Assassin's Creed Unity was you had, it was one of the games where you had one of the guns, because uh, you don't have guns in every single Assassin's Creed game. And I would actually go to fire the gun, like I, I would have reloaded it, the gun, like made sure I did, and the button would say shoot instead of reload, because I think it was under the Y control. I would go to shoot it and I would clearly have hit the person in front of me, or like, the person would clearly be hittable in front of me, but you would see like no bullet go into them. You'd see no no interaction between the bullet and the enemy, and the enemy just like wouldn't react. And I kept thinking like, am I missing? Am I like not shooting correctly or something? And then after I did it like ten, fifteen times, I realised like, oh yeah, this is a this is a bad bug where like uh, the game's just not allowed me to shoot the person, I've reloaded the gun, I've done the animation to shoot, but either the bullet, like, hasn't come out, or the, some of the smoke or whatever has come out the gun to show that it's been, been shot, um, but, like, the enemy wouldn't react to it, or something, it, and it would be really kind of, like, an off-putting experience, but, um, maybe, like, two years later, after the game, uh, was out, maybe, like, three or four years later, I can't remember when that game came out, my cousin played it, 
and uh, I, I was saying about how good Assassin's Creed Origins was, the, the Bayek uh, game. And I said, oh, like, this is a great new step for Assassin's Creed. I have my problems with Odyssey, but Odyssey aside, um, I was like, oh, this is a great new way to refresh Assassin's Creed. And like, if you if you dropped out or you haven't started yet, this is a great this is a great starting point. And my cousin kind of said to me like, oh, I'm gonna jump in and start playing them all. Is there any that you wouldn't recommend? And I the the only one I said was like, you know, Rogue doesn't seem to matter too much, or it's not quite as big. Uh, that's one of the ones I didn't play. And I said like, oh, well, just avoid Unity Unity at all costs. And he said, oh, I'm gonna try out Unity anyway. And, like, according to what he'd said, um, they'd taken out all, all that problems. He had, he had, and he had a great experience. So that's three different situations where, like, I jumped in after the face fixing had happened. <laughs> face fixing. I jumped in after people's faces had returned to their face. Uh, so I didn't have that problem. At least I don't remember that happening. Um, but the only issue I had was, like, gl- glitching through walls and stuff like that. And th- just things w- that would break your immersion. I don't recall coming across anything like specifically game breaking like where I couldn't talk to an NPC or I couldn't open a door to go into a building for a quest or something I don't recall any of those things happening so again just a vastly vastly different experience uh let's take a quick break here today's sponsor is Kualu if you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Koalu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Koalu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the, in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Okay, so recently on Entertainment Talk, I'm not sure when I'm going to be releasing this episode either. Uh, but Game of Thrones is back, 8th and final season. That's going to be pretty big for us. Random Gaming Talk, me and Robert are covering uh, gaming on, on a weekly basis. Um, so we're still doing the news and stuff for Gaming Talk, uh, Crash Bandicoot recently, Star Wars, PSN names, all that sort of stuff. Star Trek Discovery should be finished by the time this episode comes out for Season 2. So uh, one thing ends, another thing begins with with Star Trek and with Game of Thrones. Video Game Reviews recently did uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild and um, Astro Bot for PlayStation VR. TV side of things, I did uh, a season review for uh, Russian Doll, the, the Netflix Groundhog Day-esque type of series. Uh, I'm not sure if I have my Black Summer review out by this point, but that should be out there as well for you to listen to. My episode 1 and 2 impressions, spoiler and spoiler free split. Uh, for the, menu, the new uh, Melissa Joe Hart series, uh, No Good Nick, that's going to be out there for you guys to listen to as well. So check that out. Film reviews, Pet Cemetery, and Us, Avengers Endgame will be the next one, which is in just, well, just over a week now actually. It'll be next Thursday that comes out, so that should be... Obviously incredible, it should be. So, uh, obviously Avengers and Game of Thrones, very, very much anticipated, so that should be a lot of fun to do as well. 
uh, uh, DC shows, we're going to be back for Legends of Tomorrow for 12. Uh, and we've got a podcast for Flash and Arrow out there as well. Uh, Geek Town, David recently did episode 200 for Geek Town, so congratulations to David. Uh, he's also been doing Geek Town for about 10 years now. So that's, uh, yeah, congratulations to David. Uh, and me, David and Bex did episode 200, so that was a lot of fun. Even though we did get questions wrong in the quiz. But it was still fun. So that was really good as well. Um, and that's what we've been doing at the moment. Oh. Actor and Actress Spotlight Episode 3 for Ricky Gervais. Um, that's out there if you guys listen to. And that's what we've been doing on EntertainmentTalk.org. Or on the podcast platform of your choice. Let's move back into bad AAA video games. Um, so yeah. I talked about you, you talked about some of my points. And I've talked about some of yours. Um, like the, the whole thing of holding off on buying AAA video games. Not only do you get the game... At a cheaper price, presumably, because price cut over time. Uh, unless you fall out, you can do that the week after. <laughs> um, but you've got that situation as well, plus bug fixes, story fixes, whatever, whatever the situation with the game may be. Um, those things get fixed. So not only do you get a better experience, you also get a cheaper one. So yeah, two just vastly different experiences for you, for you to kind of have there. Um, bugs don't necessarily mean a bad game. Yeah, I mean, because, um, like I said... Red Dead Redemption 2 weren't probably one of the best games ever made, at least in my opinion. It has bugs in it. Um, I had times where... What was it? I think I was running out of a building once in, in Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> and uh, he, like... Arthur barged the, barged the door open. And... Um, what was it? I, I wanted to, like, really quickly go off to a mission. For some, for some reason, I was in a rush in the game for some reason. Um... I think like a new quest had come up and I was excited to go and do it because I was excited to play that game obviously and I remember my horse was like right outside the door because I'd, I'd hitched it um, and this guy was like right next to my horse and this isn't necessarily a bug but it was like a control issue perhaps um, I'd like accidentally tackled him to the ground uh, instead of getting on my horse and of course like I tackled him to the ground in a public place People were after me, shooting me. I had a bounty on my hand, uh, on my head rather, uh, and then I'd quickly get on my horse. I was getting shot at. I was killing more people on the way. Built up a bounty, all because I made whether that was me or the game or a bit of both. Um, I I ended up in a much worse situation because obviously I had a bounty on my head and people were shooting at me and trying to kill me. And uh, yeah, I couldn't stay in the town. Obviously, um, I've seen this other glitch where like you talk to Dutch at a certain point. Um, it's but it's when you're near the the river, I think, when you're doing the fishing or whatever. And um, some people have this glitch where like um, Arthur and Dutch would be like on the floor and they'd be rolling next to each other like rapidly, but not like rolling along the ground. They'd be almost uh, like just spinning on the ground, but like they they, they would be laid down on the ground and then they'd, they'd be rapidly spinning. If you can click Arthur and or Dutch out of that situation, you can continue your game presumably and do that. But, uh, I mean, that's kind of more of a funny glitch, isn't it? Depending on, I mean, depending on how you're feeling at the time with the game and stuff. Um, like, I'm not trying to defend Red Dead Redemption 2. It does have bugs and glitches, but nothing too game-breaking. There's definitely not a lack of content. Uh, nothing like that. Nothing too repetitive, necessarily, unless you got a bit bored of the gunfights, maybe. But they were still really good. Uh, but yeah, uh, going off of your example, um, but bugs don't mean a bad game because it had bugs and it didn't make it a bad game because all bugs have games, so those things happen. Uh, what else have we got here? Um, I mean, yeah, the crunch that people talk about, um, you said, where was it you said here? 
um meet, meeting deadlines and stuff um i think that was one of the problems with anthem because it had been uh with anthem and the crackdown 3 because they'd both been delayed by like i'm sure crackdown got delayed by like four years or something um so that got delayed like repeatedly and they were like look we just need to get this game out and it still wasn't in a good condition um and you know had all the problems that i've i've mentioned before uh anthem i believe was a at least a better game than crackdown 3 but it still had problems and stuff but again that was a situation where like bioware needs to get this game out they messed up with uh mass effect andromeda in certain ways some people liked that game some people didn't me and david both liked it um so you got that kind of situation there um but like because of the let's just say the mixed reception of andromeda it was like uh, anthem's not anthem uh, bioware's kind of on thin ice here they need to do a good job with the next game anthem's coming out why is it being delayed what's going on with bioware all that kind of stuff they need to get this game out and then rush and and crunch like the, the whole crunch time sort of thing that gets applied in there as well um and then it comes out and it still does have problems like what what do you do in that situation um was there like a like a budget for some reason was there just i don't know what what was the what was the issue there necessarily um was it something deeper with ea but then what was the problem with fallout and and crackdown we we, we don't always know the finer details of development issues and problems sometimes those things do get publicized years later but not always so um yeah uh, but yeah, that's the whole crunch time kind of problem as well. What other points did you make here? I think that's all the points that uh, I wanted to kind of talk about that you made. Um, so yeah, buying AAA games later, obviously different experiences, um, bugs in games, but it happens with good games as well. Crunch time and long development time, all that sort of thing. Uh, and she mentions PC as well. Obviously with PC you can do things like modding and stuff. I know that with because uh, I tried to play Skyrim on uh, the quote-unquote remastered version of a game that still looks ugly <laughs> uh, for current generation consoles. Um, still looks ugly, still got put off by just uh, just a game that didn't click with me. And then I spoke to David and he'd played Skyrim. I think he's played it twice or something like that. And he said because he was able to mod and do up the graphics a bit more and do like unlimited inventory space and make the game a better experience... Again, we both had vastly different experiences. I played the game for about an hour and I was like, this looks ugly. I don't like it. I don't want to play it. And then I just stopped playing it. So, um, yeah, vastly different experiences all around depending on what you what you get. But I still stick still stick to the same uh, statement. Don't let's stop accepting bad AAA video games because budget, big companies, there's not too many excuses. And uh, yeah, just don't don't accept them. Don't don't buy a AAA video game for sixty dollars and say this is fine. I'm going to accept playing it because you you shouldn't. So um, yeah, that's uh, I think that's all I kind of wanted to discuss for today. Thank you very much, Dana, for your your uh, Dana Dana um, for your comment. It was uh, very much appreciated. Uh, of course, if you guys have anything you'd like to add to this discussion. Uh, or to any of the previous discussion things I've done or get in contact or any of that sort of feedback stuff Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org Twitter eTalkUK there's the contact page as well and there should also be information in your show notes if you'd like to support the podcast and support Entertainment Talk Patreon.com forward slash Entertainment Talk that's where you can go and redeem rewards for for reviews of your choice Amazon affiliate link that's where you can go and shop on Amazon we'll get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra 
Uh, iTunes feeds, please write, review, and subscribe to those. If you want to pick a specific one at the moment, Game of Thrones, that please tell your friends, family, people that you know, people who, that, that are talking about uh, the different shows, games, films that are, we're covering. I'm sure there's somebody at your work or one of your neighbours or someone that's talking about Game of Thrones. Tell them about the podcast, it will really help us out. Social media, share the f- posts on Facebook, retweet them on Twitter, put them in different groups if you're allowed to do so. Uh, video games, if you want to watch me, Robert or David play different video games. Me and David have got Twitch streaming channels, Robert's got one on Mixer. And the, the one thing I kind of wanted to point out, if you are a genuine user, uh, or a genuine like, listener or whatever, like Dana, you do say things like good podcasts, which is what Dana said. Because I've had messages before from clearly like either fake users or bots or something where I'd say, Hey, you had a good track or a good song. We don't make music on Entertainment Talk. We have songs in our tracks, but we make podcasts. So thank you, Dinah, for the genuine nice comment and everything like that. So, uh, yeah, I'll know if I'll know if you're trying to like write some sort of strange comment or something. Because uh, we do not make tracks and music. We make podcasts, which I guess you can call a podcast a track, but it's not really. It's a podcast. But anyway, thank you all very much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.